Hi, my name is Chris Candy, and this is the Never Not Run podcast. Or no. <laughs> or do the NNR for... This is the Never Not Run podcast. I'm your host, Chris Candy. And I'm Mark Nieto. Welcome to episode 21 of the Never Not Run pod. I'm your host, Chris Candy, along with a very sick Mark Nieto. <laughs> That's right. It's been a while since we've put out an episode, and we have a very good reason for that. Yes, both Mark and I uh, finally caught COVID-19 individually <laughs> on our own time, um, but we both came down with it. Surprisingly, we didn't give it to each other. There was a chance. I think there was like a window of opportunity where we we could have possibly. I saw you right before I left for New York, and I got it in and or, or around New York City. We were close. Yeah, and then I got it right before Thanksgiving. Yeah, so today's episode, we kind of wanted to talk about <laughs> COVID. <laughs> we wanted to catch up. for sh- That was the first thing, right? It was we yeah. wanted to... Last time we saw each other was the nnr half we it was on halloween and uh which i thought went really really well yeah shout out to eagle rock run club um dan fonder who um i guess i'll make sure you put this in but um when we were gonna do a thanksgiving episode dan was the only one who left a voice note for us so maybe we'll play that right here hey mark and chris it's dan your best friend from the eagle rock run club just wanted to say that my new favorite tradition every year is DMing the Never Not Run Pod Instagram page and telling them how thankful I am for the hours of great podcasting, great running, and good friendship. Also, we're running on Thanksgiving, but that doesn't really mean anything. We always run on Thursday. Nothing's different. Okay, bye! And I know you guys are going to make fun of me for pausing to make sure it was recording before I said anything and leaving a big chunk of silence at the beginning of my DM. But you know what? I'm a millennial, that's what we do. We don't trust technology. I don't trust Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, uh, who's, who's Mark Zuckerberg, the social network, Aaron Sorkin. I don't trust him. And neither should you. Happy Thanksgiving. Ah, Dan's the best. <laughs> um, but he told all the Eagle Rock crew to do the uh, end in our Halloween half, and they did it. We we went out to Waltz, um, the bar over in Eagle Rock, and it was super fun. I did. Uh, I only did three miles that night, but um, you know, I, I really I had a good time. It's a cool crew over there. Yeah, really good crew. I ended up doing six miles. So half of the half, I just didn't feel fully, I, I was I was in bad shape even then and I couldn't have done a half, but I did really enjoy running at night on Halloween. I think that's the best night to go running for sure. If you're going to do a night run. Yeah, it's super fun. Everyone's house is kind of lit up. There's an energy in the streets. Um, I, I, I had a blast. And then I, I went to New York after that, and um, it was really cool for two reasons. I was running out in New York City around Brooklyn. It's always super fun to run around that town. And then the New York Marathon was actually the last night we were there. New York Marathon was going on. So I got to see all these people kind of getting ready, gearing up, 
um, see what that city looks like on, on race day. What was that like? It was cool. You know, New York is such like a different beast than Los Angeles and it, it's neat. You know, you're on like, how do I put this? It was cool to see marathon culture interact with New York. You'd be on, you know, the subway and a bunch of runners would be coming from uh, the race and, and making their way home as opposed to like in LA, everyone's getting picked up or, or taken on like, um, you know, a bus back to their car. It was cool to see kind of the city service uh, people. Uh, I didn't get to see anyone actually running, but it was neat to just kind of take in the fact that you run through all the five boroughs and what that would be like and how rad that is. Uh, you know, 26.2 miles is such a long distance. Really, they they it seems like with that race, and it'd be fun to do that race one day. They, they really, you, you in, in, inhabit that city, you embrace that city, you digest that city while you're doing that race. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a goal race for me. I would love to do that one day. Do you know how the sign-up process for that works? I only know a little bit. Um, there's a lottery, and then I also think you have to raise money for a charity. So I know that um, my friend John Dominici, shout out John, um, he did the New York Marathon, and he had to raise money for uh, like an animal rights fund, like the... Uh, orphaned animals, a a c s p or something like that, A-S-C-A-P, I'm not sure. A-A-double-A-T-P-C-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-
And I even was like, I took a shuttle to my car and there was these like three girls coming back from a camping trip. They were like 17 or 19 years old, like really young. And they were really loud in the shuttle. And they kept on talking about how sick they felt, but that they weren't actually really sick. They just hadn't eaten real food on their retreat the entire time. So they just had like hanger headaches. <laughs> and I looked at Ryan. I looked at all of the people and we're like, ah, oh, fuck. Like we were just, so there's a few oh, sus, no. sus uh, homies on the way back. I'm positive I got that because I didn't have any symptoms. And then all of a sudden tested to go into the doctor's office. Didn't feel anything. And I had the faintest line. Well, what was the space of time between seeing the people on the shuttle and then testing positive? Uh, 32 hours. Just enough. Okay. Just enough, you know, enough to, I, I, it was them or somewhere on the plane. I mean, I don't give a fuck about those HEPA filters. Sorry, I'm cursing so much today. But I mean, I just, if there's someone coughing across from you and they're not wearing a mask, that particle's coming right in my mouth. I was wearing a mask though, but you know, I would, I would definitely take my mask down to have a snack. Yeah. I mean, JetBlue, they got all those nice chips. Oh, you find JetBlue? Only way to get to New York, baby. <laughs> I haven't been on a JetBlue flight in a while, but, but yeah, for me, it was... I got it from, so actually November's- Yeah, set everyone up because you you went on like a world tour. Yeah, November has been one of the, if probably the craziest month of my entire life. I started the month off, like I mentioned, in, in LA. I was on Halloween. I was in Eagle Rock for the NNR Eagle Rock Run Club half. And, and again, I just have to say how fun it was to run Halloween night. I think everybody should do it once a year or I'm sorry, once in their lifetime, they should get out because it's also, you feel very safe mm -hmm. because there's so many other pedestrians out there. Mm -hmm. So that was a very, very cool aspect to it. Um, and then the following week flew out to the Netherlands and went to the Netherlands to play at a music festival there. Um, a, friend of ours, Kelsey Ayer, he released a new album under the alias Jaws of Love. And so I've helped out with him on some of the music for that project. And so he uh, got asked to play at this festival, recruited me to play in the band with him. And so we went out there for this festival. And I got some runs in, in The Hague, which was cool. Um, also went to the Solomon Outlet. Like <laughs> took the, <laughs> I convinced Kelsey to take the train with me, uh, to go to the outlet. We picked up some gear there. What'd you get? Um, I got, I got a bag and then I also got a sweater and a running shirt. Love it. And then he got a sweater and some really nice hiking boots <clears throat> that were like super on like super sale. So, um, get, hit up some runs in the Hague, which is like a beautiful city to run in. Um, got in, it was raining also, which was kind of cool. I hadn't run in the rain in a minute and flew back to the Bay area, um, was in Oakland, hit some, hit a run in Oakland 
And then Thursday flew out to Peru for <laughs> a wedding. <laughs> and before the Saturday, the wedding was on a Saturday and that Saturday I got a run in during the day. So basically my goal was to hit a run on every continent in one week. So I managed to get three runs on three continents Bravo. all that week. The wedding was amazing, had fun there, and then came back, uh, went back home, and then ended up seeing my uncle. And this whole time I was like, you know, trying my hardest to like have the mask on all the time just to keep my distance from people, make sure to wash my hands, all that stuff. Because um, I just figured I'm... I had kind of resigned that I was going to get it from this travel. But then sure enough, my uncle goes to his church and then ends up catching it at church. And then after we hang out, like the next day, he says, uh, yeah, I'm not feeling so hot. And he ends up testing positive. <clears throat> and he had uh, he had gone to church a few days before. So it took it took us about four or five days to to feel any symptoms. So it wasn't like he was symptomatic and then said, screw it and hung out with me. It was like he had, he had seen me. And then in that, that short time span between like not feeling any symptoms and then showing right. up positive is when we interacted. And then sure enough, like five days after hanging out with him, then I started getting symptoms and then, and then I, now I'm feeling like crap. Oh, Mark. <laughs> yeah. So it's just been, so anyway, I don't know if any of that made sense, but I've it all did. Been, it all did. I've been on the road more days than I've been at home this month. And, and of, of, I thought I was going to be the one bringing COVID into everybody's life. And it was my uncle. So yeah. <laughs> it it's, um, I remember that to the, no, was it Monday or Tuesday? Yeah, the Monday I got home, woke up and it was raining in LA and I went on a run because I was like, I need to just shake this out of me. It's super cold. I got back and I worked that day. That was the last run I had. And the reason I bring that up is because I've taken some considerable amount of time off of running. I want to talk about that a little bit, but. Yeah, please. I need to get, because I don't know. Right now, it feels I can't imagine running right now, and I I'm worried that I'm gonna have some lingering effects and what that's gonna feel like. So, what was it like for you getting back into it? Yeah, so I really want to preface all of this with a big disclaimer. I think um, I'm gonna say some stuff that is, you know, my opinion on it. Um, you don't have to follow it or whatever, but uh, I work with like a sports medicine doctor. Um, and he kind of gave me some help, uh, on how to get over it, get back from it, take all of this with a grain of salt. This is all coming from a vaccinated brain. Um, <laughs> I just, I want to say that because, you know, it's just, you know, I mean, so the subtitle of this podcast should be, we're not medical experts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but what I can say, and I think what it is, is, is pretty general knowledge is to go really slow, um, entering back into any kind of exercise, um, so I was signed up to this weekend run the Death Valley Half Marathon, and I canceled it. I remember my second day of having COVID. You know, I had a low-grade fever. Uh, my experience with COVID was 10 days of testing positive. Felt really bad the first three days. And then I basically just had this low-level feeling that you're probably feeling right now that you just can't shake. That lasted, uh, 
you know, for, you know, almost a week after even testing uh, negative. So this uh, virus from what I've understood um, is very unique in the sense that it kind of hides in the body. You're going to have dead virus in your body for a lot longer um, than um, typical flus. Um, it behaves in the manner of like shingles or even STDs from what I understand, where it can kind of hide and come back. Not saying that it's going to revisit you, but it's just the fact that this, from what they're finding is that it's kind of can exist longer than just your typical flu or cold. Um, and these are all from uh, peer-reviewed research papers that I didn't read that I was just told about. <laughs> <laughs> but but what I'm getting at, the only reason I bring all of this stuff up is it really grounded me to the sense that this is something different than like a flu. Um, and to really go back into cardiovascular exercise in a manner that is, you know, um, tailored to you. So here we go. Um, I was going to do Death Valley Marathon, half marathon, and I was told not to. I rescheduled and I thought to myself, I'll be fine. I I'd be able to do it. But I realized all my training time would basically be cut out. And the more reading I did, the actual reading I did, was basically saying that um, you could do strength training, um, but anything that gets you to raise the heart rate and raise basically your uh, breath rate um, is not the best idea for a lung system that's just been basically attacked um, yeah. and overwhelmed. Um, you know, And so you really want to go slow and you want to take care of yourself. Whatever your regimen is for self-care after COVID, you want to kind of keep doing that for a while after to really um, take that time. And, and, and so basically what I'm getting at is it was 10 days after testing negative that I went on my first run. So I waited about 10 days. And I did that yesterday, and I just did about three miles. Some people probably jumped back in sooner. I, I, I don't really, you know, it's, it's each person to their own. But I personally can only speak from my experience that I felt like a wall that I couldn't break um, in regards to my stamina and my, my fatigue. So I did, um, I did a three-mile run yesterday. I did a three-mile run today. And I'll kind of wrap all that up by saying I, I felt great. I felt really good. But the one thing that was noticeably different, and this is when the sports medicine doctor mentioned, is everything post-COVID is going to be elevated. So my heart rate was actually 10 clicks higher um, than it would be normally. Uh, I normally run around like a 152 to 157, and it was up in the 160s. And I was basically going the exact same pace I was doing before COVID. Um, so it's just, there is this kind of extra strain going on in the system. Um, and I just, my thing, I don't want to develop any kind of long COVID symptoms. Um, and so that's how I handled it. So yeah, just, I guess, go slow. And that elevated heart rate thing you were mentioning, is that something that is expected to last for a while? Or is that eventually going to go away as you get back to your, you build your fitness back up? You know, I, I don't quite know. Um, I think it will. I would imagine it would. It, it, I was interested because I lost weight during COVID and I thought my body would be happy about that, but it was still working kind of harder. I, I, I kind of have been thinking about it and this is just my own kind of thoughts, but this is a brand new virus that human beings are experiencing. Um, we don't really fully know what it's going to do. So I've, I've heard of people who've had symptoms of things uh, um, last longer, more elevated, um, you know, all kinds of various things. So 
I think it's just, you know, go slow with it. Um, but that's, that's me. Yeah, no, I mean, it sounds like solid advice to just basically take it easy. And it's hard, right? Cause like runners, runners has notoriously just want to push through things. Like I, that's what I want to do. And, um, yeah. maybe that'll work. I, I just, I don't know. Cause I'm thinking about races that I was looking at for next year and I've signed up for one, uh, which is at the end of April. And so I'm was hoping to get into my, into my train, start my training block at the beginning of next year. So it kind of gives me about a month to, to find out, to, to fully recover, hopefully, and, and get back to a place where I can start training. I think that that is um, a totally more than enough time. I, I just I've noticed um, in my experience this week, I've like three miles is good for me right now. Um, but your fitness might be at a different place than mine is. Um, and you know, if you're a runner out there, drop us a note. We'd love to get a collective opinion on what everyone's kind of going through. Drop a comment in the comment section. <laughs> but um, What's been for you, Mark, like, um, how many days in are you and how are you feeling now? So I guess I am five days positive. Uh, I was feeling the worst. So I tested positive on Thanksgiving day, which was the worst, uh. <laughs> <laughs> worst possible time, I guess, for it to have happened. Uh, but I was feeling really bad symptoms the Wednesday before Thursday and then Friday Saturday it started to ease up and then uh Sunday Monday we're recording this on Tuesday so I've started to feel normal like the last couple days uh not totally normal I'd say like 90 percent but you know for the most part like getting most of my strength back some congestion still there but I do feel it a little bit in my breathing and did you ever feel tired or feel like you were out of breath from doing sure from like walking around the house or something like that yeah i remember i stayed in my place for the 10 days like i would go on like like walks where no one was near me for like 10 minutes with a mask on um and i would be out of breath um, and I'd get dizzy. I remember I'd get dizzy when I'd leave the house. I'd be like pretty kind of dizzy with it. And, um, I'm sure that was also just kind of the cabin fever. The cabin fever is a, like another gnarly byproduct of COVID just being stuck in your place. Um, you know, you can only watch cop, you can only watch Copland so many times. <laughs> I saw you watching that too the other day and I was like, man, I love that movie. Ugh. Um, <laughs> you blew it. <laughs> you blow it <laughs> yeah where we are right now we're actually we're kind of away from people so i i did go for a walk yesterday with a mask on and i was outside and i could tell that people were i feel like it, it, people are still judgmental about the mask thing yeah or people are just curious and it was, it, it gave me a weird feeling. I mean, obviously I tried, I didn't see a lot of people and I was trying to keep my distance anyway, but yeah, it was still a weird feeling to be outside with a mask. 
yeah, people need to chill out with that. Like, it, I, I once I realized, like, when Ryan had it and we went on a walk and we both wore masks, like, I was like, people probably have the mask on because they got COVID, you idiot. You know, I had one guy I drove by one time and I was, it was towards the end of it and I had tested negative. <laughs> and then the next morning I had tested positive. <laughs> That afternoon, then I tested negative again. It was like on my day 10. And so Ryan and I, that night, we both wore masks, went in the car to go up to a canyon near our place to go on a walk. And some guy in a car, he was so fucking angry. He's like, hey, nice mask, buddy. And I was like, you mother, you know, I got so pissed. Um, But I mean, it's just, it's. Just you have to do your own thing. If you if that's what you want to do, take care of yourself. And that's really all you that's all that matters. Too many, too many minds out there, too many people to try and correct or it's not even our job. Waste of time. But it got me angry for sure. Right. It's so weird to think you would you'd assume that people would even if you had a cold or something, you'd want to be considerate and wear a mask and not try to get others sick if you had to go out in public. And it is funny to be talking about this like almost three years later. You know, did you have that feeling too with, with you getting COVID? Where you're like, God, like the rest of the world is just moving along and I'm stuck inside with this thing. I don't know because I still feel like it never fully left me. Sure. In a way, that kind of yeah anxiety, I guess, was basically what you call it. It's just anxiety about catching it. I was really lucky to have not had it um up to this point so and i thought i had been vigilant about you know about protecting myself and protecting the people around me so i was really yeah i was very frustrated but i to be honest i thought that maybe i just was somebody who was asymptomatic who had gotten it at one point and just wasn't aware of it but that obviously wasn't the case but yeah i think just it just kind of reminds everybody that like, yeah, this is just something that we're all going to be living with now. Like they say, it's the new normal and this is what, yeah. it's, this is just how, and, and like a big part of it too is just, yeah, like the inconvenience of it, right? It's just the way it's interrupted my life, the life of people around me, my family, you know, mm -hmm. it's just been so disruptive especially to get it around a holiday like Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, but it's the other part too, is that I know now I know a lot of people that are getting it because like you, like we're saying, it's just things have kind of eased up. Everyone's eased up and things have started to go back to normal. And so it's, it, it's just, this is going to, we're going to go through another big wave. Yeah. Yeah. We all, we, you know, I think that that's going to just be part of it and, um, from what I understand, it's, it's, a, and, 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 uh, and, and that is the way it will be. Um, but I have thought about it like this, you know, you can get nasty flu bugs, but I do really think that like, this is so new. And these, that th I think what's so unique about from what I hear on the radio is like, about COVID is like, just multiplies like crazy. Like it's just, and it, it's, it's, it, its ability to multiply and be new variants so quickly is what's unique about it. And so I think that as a, as a, as a race of people, you know, I think like, um, it's such a, 
it's so new. So it's like, we're just, we're like on the front lines of like experiencing this thing. And so, yeah, I don't think it is going to go anywhere. And I think we're going to be living with it and, and, and it will maybe one day get to like a, a flu level thing. They're definitely trying to make it that way. But when you experience it and in my personal experience, I, it was an, unlike any flu or cold I had ever experienced. So mm-hmm. I'm just a Canadian guy living in the <laughs> sunny beaches of Los Angeles. <laughs> well, what can you suggest that I watch? Do you have any uh, ideas on good content? There's this like really that? sick documentary about no. <laughs> um, so you're day five. I recommend. Okay, here's my top picks. Um, obviously, we talked about Copland. Um, when I really got nostalgic to go out, I watched Swingers. Swingers really like got me feeling like I was out on the town. Um, I really liked the, uh, uh, I love, uh, welcome to Wrexham doc on uh, Hulu. I was enjoying watching that. That was like really light and easy and, and that's fun. Uh, but you've got primetime world cup right now. So, you, you know, world cup is perfect. That's like, you wouldn't want anything more than to be like holed up in a little bunker watching world cup <laughs> soccer, but that's like daytime for me. So it's okay. That's the only thing is it's, I'm definitely watching all the games but yeah, I, for my evenings, I mean, I've watched a couple of things. I have some ideas, but I was just curious if you had suggestions. I think the other show that I watched that I really liked was, um, it's like, a, it'll make you like kind of miss LA a little bit, but uh, we watched the Chippendales. Uh, 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 Kumail Nanjiani. It's really good. It's really, really good. And um, I've been enjoying watching that. And uh and then, oh yeah, last one. So I've been watching a lot of TV. Uh, Shack. I watched the Shack um, uh, documentary. Yeah. So those are my those are my top my top selects right now. Solid. Those all sound good. Yeah, I think that for you, it's like you'll be fine to hit those races. I just think like I can't, I, I took the ten days off from running, and I think make all your decisions after taking ten days off after testing uh negative okay i think that that's the best piece of advice that i i could give because i'm gonna try and run la marathon next year and i feel like i could do it now you know that's not till march and so um but yeah i just i I think today i just wanted to share all the info i kind of was thrown at my way and 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 you know our experiences do you remember your last run before you you caught covid Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, it was, um, I mean, I'm sure it's on Strava, but it was in the, like, it was a trail run. Uh, I think it was actually at, in the evening, it was like a Thursday night and I, I've just got a new running headlamp. And so I was really excited to try it out. And so I went for, yeah, a dusk run on the trails it was beautiful. It was, the sun was going down, the sky was all purple and pink and, uh, yeah, there's a lot of tree cover so that it got dark really fast and it was cool. I hadn't, I haven't run, I mean, I've hiked, I've done a lot of night hikes, but I've never done nighttime trail runs. And so I, I know that might be a part of the race that I'm doing in April. So I want to start doing some night runs. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. I know looking, um, you know, this is, we're coming up on, um, a year of the show 
uh, and Whoa. we're looking down the barrel of um, you know December, and I want to just say that we've got the Halloween half um, in our past rearview mirror, and we have the uh, half by half coming up for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. That's a uh, whatever you want to do, but you have to double it, and and we go up to thirteen point <laughs> one. So basically, like thirteen point one on New Year's Eve, thirteen point one on New Year's Day, uh, we'll raise some money for a good cause. We're also going to be tweaking up the web store a little bit. Uh, you know, we we didn't. Oh. Yeah, we're going to be uh, getting that thing. You know, I know uh, people probably look at the shipping uh, cost <laughs> <laughs> are as confused as I was trying to make the store, um, but. Look for some new fun T-shirts in the coming year and and all of that stuff. Sweet. Yeah, if you've been wondering why we've been a little silent, it's because both of us caught COVID. Yeah, we caught it. Uh, you know, I was out for, you know, almost two weeks and then Mark got it. So we had some really, we have some great interviews coming um, and maybe we'll get one in before the end of the year. But I really want to thank everyone who listens to the show and, and, um, yeah, Mark, I, I definitely second that that notion that like that Halloween half was so much fun, and uh, and and then Dan's got a really cool community of people um, out that way. Yeah, well, and thank you to everybody that contributed. Also, yeah, we made some good money uh, for LA Regional Food Bank. We made like two hundred fifty bucks. So, woohoo! Sweet. All right. Well. This has been another episode of the Never Not Run Pod. This is the most kind of laid back, like, quaalude. Uh... <laughs> I hope you had a glass of wine with this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cup of tea, Merlot glass of wine. flavored goo. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone, have a great uh, whatever you're doing, and uh, we will be back in touch later this month.